Hey, mate, how are you? So what's the story here with Federer, too? He's receiving compliments, he's smiling, he's chatting, but in the meantime, he's dumped Nike. Yeah, he has, and he's got a, um, as I understand, a $300 million 10-year deal with uh, Uniqlo. Um, and interestingly enough, um, Nike still have the selling rights for some time for the RF logo um, Federer stuff, and it's going to be some time before his new contract sort of comes into the marketplace. But, you know, Fed's still getting the cash, so <laughs> what does he care? Um, and it's, it's a long-time relationship he's broken, but obviously um, this one's all about money. So he's covered through till he's, what, 47? Um, he, may, he may still be playing here in singles or playing mixed doubles with his daughters. You never know. He's, he's never going to stop. Well, I mean, he's so dominant on grass. Who knows what he'd be doing when he was when he is forty-seven? How good was he today? Oh, he was fantastic. Um, he said he was nervous in the warm-up. Um, you can understand that as a, as a defending champion, blah blah blah. But he said it took him um, between two and four games to uh, work out how to beat his opponent. Um, that's not the sort of thing you want to hear if you're on the other side of the net. But um, the Fed had him figured early on. And he said once he worked that out, he was comfortable. He just cruised through an hour and 19 minutes. And that's for a three-set win, not a two-set win. So one of the fastest wins of the day uh, by Federer. Um, I wanted to know if you were involved, perhaps you were at the press conference for Serena Williams or not, but there was an article that came out just in the last few days about how, you know, how she'd refused one of those drugs tests where people had shown up, and that sounded bad. Until today in the press conference, she was going, well, why have I been tested, what is it, five times this year, whereas others have been done once? Do you feel, I mean, is she, do you feel that she's tested at an unfair level compared to the others? Um. Oh, there have been players that have been tested a lot more than five times in a given year. I mean, a lot more. Um, and the thing is, when you sign up on the Pro Tour, you have to sign the the uh, doping protocol, anti-doping protocol, and um, they can test pretty much whenever they want on-site, and they also do these off-site um, tests. It's quite onerous on the players, but if, if you want to be a pro player, you've got to do it. You have to give uh, them one hour's notification of where you'll be every day of the year. Uh, so they can turn up at five in the morning at your house or they can catch you going out to dinner somewhere. Um, and if you don't do that, you like some players in the past, you can get into trouble. And uh, a no-show is almost, well, in fact, is as bad as a, as a positive test. Hey, Graham, Nadal hasn't played any tennis hardly, has he, since the French Open. How do you think he goes tomorrow and what do you project for him for the tournament? Yeah, I mean, Rafa really plays, if we're honest, half a season, doesn't he? He plays um, the Australian Open and then the, uh, the the US early hardcourt series, going through Indian Wells and Miami, generally. And then, of course, he focuses on the dirt, which is where, you know, he makes his ranking points, makes most of his money, wins most of his tournaments. And quite frankly, by the time he gets to Wimbledon, certainly by the time he gets to the US Open, he's pretty much done. So... Um, I don't think he's going to be a factor in the championship this uh, fortnight, but I think he'll definitely make the second week. And it depends, you know, how things look going into that second week as to whether he he really G's himself up for a run at it or not. So I certainly wouldn't put him in at the top of my favourites. 
Hey, thanks, Graham. Appreciate that. Uh, Graham Agar's wrapping day one from Wimbledon. Our coverage of the tennis with Crown Forklifts. When it comes to forklifts, nothing like a crown. Serena and Roger easing into round two. Nadal goes tomorrow. Now, all at halftime, boys. Belgium and Japan. What did we think of the first half? Uh, which way are we leaning in the second half, considering more goals than not are being scored in the second halves of these games? I'm star power. I'm going Belgium. Yeah, I'm going to do a heat check. Well, these are sad, disgraceful, deplorable, oh. abhorrent scenes. Abhorrent! It's just nil all, mate. You've got to use big adjectives for something like a brawl. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't <laughs> have abhorrent. You can't let them pass without adjectives, guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll get to Brenton. Uh, Brenton will have your sports news in about three minutes. Uh, we'll also have a chat with Ender Brady from Sky News. He is in Moscow ahead of tomorrow's game between Colombia and England. He also knows Chris Froome quite well. Should we be concerned about the timing of a clearance to allow Froome to compete in this week's Tour de France? And Ramona Shelburne, ESPN insider from Los Angeles before eight. Radio Sport Breakfast, Kent, NATO, Mark.